The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 186. So, Kavanaugh hearings are finally over. Thank God. That's great. And, uh, but. Who are all these people here? Uh, well, as I was telling Red, these are some friends of mine who just, uh... Well, they just wanted to see how podcasts put together. So I said, hey, come watch me do the Mr. Nelson show. So, uh, it's all cut. Um, alright, um, welcome to the show. Uh, so, uh, well, anyway, we'll, we'll go ahead here. Um, so yeah, the Kavanaugh thing was over. And uh, it was all just a bunch of theater and theatrics and nonsense. And, you know, there's a few interesting back and forth here and there, but ultimately nothing. Uh, Just a bunch of screaming and stuff to make noise. Because, well, if you hear the points being made, uh, then you get to the truth and you just can't have that. And so that's... Uh What's going on? Someone's upset. Oh, God damn. Red, all right, you got to leave. Red, uh, escort that person out of this part of the room right now. We're not having that. You're going to be here. You're going to be quiet and listen. And uh, we can talk afterwards if you're civil and uh, all that sort of thing, but you're not going to scream my show down like that. Right. Oh, man. What? Get out the belt. Oh, my God. There's no need for violence. Oh, hell. We don't need to make threats, Red. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. uh, And so, you see, it's it's theatrics like that, which proves you're losing the argument. uh, Because uh, when you keep doing that, it's to, again, make noise so the points can't be made. And uh, you you muddy the waters like that. And that's uh, on purpose. And so when you end up with, uh, like, Cory Book... A lot of passion today. So much passion. You really gotta. Red, you're gonna have to shove that one out too. My pleasure. Oh my God. Shut up, you little tweet. I don't need to call names like that, Red. That's that's not nice. You don't need to 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 call them names. I didn't see you defending me when they called me a Nazi. Oh, I didn't. Oh. So anyway, when Cory Booker pulls his stunt there, you know, I have to think that he really wanted to be thrown out. You know, the footage and next. I'm Spartacus and all that crap. Because uh, he's definitely going to run for president. Oh, yeah. And yes, be, he should. Uh, be because of my color and my yes. views, I was thrown mm-hmm. out and denied yes. the right to speak. Yep. Speak truth to power and exactly. all that kind of crap. Yes. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure he'll still use that. It, uh, uh, oh, God damn it. No, you didn't. Oh, hell, God Yeah, we're all Spartacus now. Red, yeah. Red now, yeah. come on. Good lord. That's, oh, god damn. Oh, man. Interest you? You don't have to be rough like you that. Multicolored hair. Oh, my god. Shit. Oh, man. Shut. Oh, yeah. you see? The fascism just comes. Oh, hell. Oh, 
Yeah, that is fascism all over the place. Yeah. Shouting down speech so there can't be any. That's what fascism does. Oh, don't start. You know what another fascist is? A president. On a regular basis! Oh, hell! Tax the press. I mean, just, we can't speak truth to power when you got a president threatening them constantly, daily, and threatening to shut them down, sue them, ruin their lives! Oh, hell! God knows what else, and actually, actually referring to them, not just as fake news, which we all know who really is fake news, faux news, mm-hmm. Oh, hell! Yeah, that's right. What? Come on, man. I mean, oh my God! It's 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 Hitler. Oh hell! Oh boy, yeah, you know you're losing the argument when you start smearing everybody with Hitler, man. That's what that is, and you lose. You can't handle being a loser because you're all a bunch of losers. Every time y'all do that, you're proving me right. You goddamn idiot! Prince an idiot! Prince an idiot! Well, Zach, you're of attacking the press and all that because Trump tweets nasty words and names at them. uh, Yes. Yeah, probably on a daily basis. Yes. Thank you. And uh, so on and so forth. Meanwhile, uh, former President Obama came out and uh, gave a speech to rally the troops for the midterm elections and all that sort of thing. Yes. And he had a few choice words when it comes to uh, free speech and the discourse and uh, uh, how there's uh, a lack of respect. For, for the free press. Exactly. Uh, he said, uh, Yes. It shouldn't be Democratic or Republican. You say that uh, we don't threaten the freedom of the press because they say things or publish stories uh, we don't like. I complain plenty about Fox News. But you never heard right. me threaten to shut them down. What? I call right. them enemies of the people. Oh, there you go. See? He tried to put them down. Very different. Yes. Trump's well, wrong. that's a bit of a problem. Yep. What? Because, uh, you know, he's criticizing Trump for the, the nasty things. Uh, that uh, Trump says about the the press when yeah. they're saying nasty things about him and yep. insinuating he's a, 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 a no. traitor, uh, yeah. Russian agent, no. and all this sort of thing. Right. No. Uh, oh, very, very true. But no. uh, Obama oh, seems to be um, forgetting certain uh, what? things. Uh, he mm-hmm. prosecuted people for uh, leaking information. Well, they had it coming. Uh, and they uh, these uh, increased substantially under his uh, administration. So uh, the New York Times oh, even uh, raised this. Uh, which uh, which he so certainly did, and uh, Trump uh, has threatened this sort of thing. Hasn't quite done it yet. Well, he's, he's going to. A, uh, the difference you'll see is uh, uh, Trump t- talks a lot. Uh, Obama did. Oh goddamn it! Uh oh. We are sick of it. This, this is what Trump's brought America to. It's all his fault. All of this. This is Trump's America, people. This is Trump's America. Oh, now, Red, come again with the threats. You know? Oh, God. Well, oh, God, indeed. Now, let's just settle down here. Now, what's this business about? Oh, Obama did things to the press. I mean, what are you even talking about? Under Obama, the DOJ and FBI spied on reporters by monitoring phone records, labeled Mm -hmm. one journalist an unindicted co-conspirator for simply Uh doing reporting, and issued subpoenas to others to try to force them to reveal their sources and testify. What is this for? Let me see that. Where where is it? Uh, uh, The the New York Times. They also (laughs) wiretapped an AP reporter and, of course, uh, specifically went after James Rosen and his parents uh, spied on his elderly 
parents. That's oh. right. And then weaponize the the IRS illegally, I might add, oh, no. uh, to uh, persecute uh. multiple conservative groups, uh. as did the DLJ. Where do you got to get over that? And uh, yeah. he just wants you to forget all of that. But of course, when you don't want to see the truth and hear it, you uh, just ignore it. Or, of course, yes, scream and yell. That's, that's what you do. Well, sometimes you really gotta scream to be heard. Shut your mouth! It's just, that's what truth the power looks like. This is what democracy is. You are gonna leave right now! I'm getting the mail down! The asylum looks like truth. Get your ass out of here! Well, you know, I just, you know, there's a lot of passion out there. Oh, man, they're getting on my last nerve! Well, you know who's getting on my last nerve? Trump! Now, speaking of Trump, he, of course, responded to President Obama's speech. And uh, he was asked what he thought of it, and uh, he said, I'm sorry, I watched it, but I fell asleep. Uh, what? I found that he's very good. Oh, very oh. good. <laughs> for yeah. Oh, that's just outrageous! outrageous. Oh, God damn! No. no! You weren't supposed to do it now! What the hell? Dummy! What? Shut up! Well, well. Damn it! Huh. Uh-huh. I'm still uh-huh. getting paid. Mr. Turning, uh, I'm still getting paid, right? Oh, uh, God damn. You promised me 20 bucks! I, I don't know what you're talking about. You know exactly <laughs> what he's talking about. You paid these assholes to come in here and disrupt the show. No. This is all a lefty turning plot. What? Yeah, I should have been suspicious when Lefty said he had friends, especially that many. Uh, despite all the uh, pink and blue and purple hair and whatnot, uh, even that crowd gets a little tired of uh, left. Oh, now. So uh, you, you had to pay him to come in here and shout me down, I left him. I don't have to answer questions like that, and I resent the accusations. And so what I'm being insulted, I feel I don't have to. Look, where's my Shut up! What, what the hell? What no! This attorney thing! Oh, boy. I, 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 we've totally lost control of the show. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Fox pulls scene from the Predator with registered slacks offender. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. According to the Los Angeles Times, Fox deleted the scene featuring actor Stephen Wilder Strigle, who is a longtime friend of director Shane Black. Strigle reportedly had a three-page scene with actress Olivia Munn. The scene featured Strigle as a jogger who repeatedly hits on Munn's character. Munn reportedly discovered that Strigle was a registered sex offender. Strigle faced allegations in 2010 that he attempted to lure a 14-year-old female into a sexual relationship over the internet. He pled guilty to two felonies, including risk of injury to a child and enticing a minor by computer. Once Mon uncovered the conviction, she shared the information with studio executives who made the move to delete the scene featuring Straggle. A 20th century's Fox spokesperson addressed the situation. Our studio was not aware of Mr. Straggle's background when he was hired. We were not aware of his background during the casting process due to legal limitations that impede studios from running background checks on actors. <laughs> well, what a privilege Hollywood gives itself, huh? Yeah. Director Shane Black also commented on the situation. I personally chose to help a friend, said Shane Black. I can understand others might disapprove as his conviction 
was on a sensitive charge and not to be taken lightly. Black added that Strigel was caught up in a bad situation versus something lecherous. Olivia Munn shared her thoughts as well, stating she found it both surprising and unsettling that Shane Black, our director, did not share this information to the cast, crew, or Fox Studios prior to, during, or after production. However, I am relieved that when Fox finally did receive the information, the studio took appropriate action by deleting the scene featuring Wilder prior to release of the film. Strigel discussed the controversy this way. The character I played was named after a mutual friend of ours, and it seemed like a good fit. I've known Shane Black for 14 years. Oh, boy. 14 years. <laughs> Bad enough the movie's called The Predator. <laughs> um, so, uh, knew Shane Black for 14 years, well before this incident, and I think it's worth noting that he was aware of the facts. Shane can speak for himself, which he did, but I'm quite certain that if he felt I was a danger in any way to have around, he would not have. Yeah, well, Olivia Munn, uh... It's a lot older than 14 years, so I guess he figured, ah, this will be all right. Uh, Strigel went on to explain to the LA Times his side of the story that resulted in him pleading guilty and registering as a sex offender. He described the young girl as one of his distant relatives. <laughs> Boy. Uh, he had had multiple encounters with her at several family gatherings and noted she had a multitude of problems she was facing. Yeah, yeah, and you are one more. Uh, including being a truant, being pressured to do drugs and alcohol, and that she had started having slacks as well as many other things. Strigel claims he tried to boost her self-esteem. Uh, he made the very bad judgment call of telling her in these emails that she was attractive and sexy and not a failure, etc. The LA Times also reports that Strigel made it clear the two could not engage in a romantic relationship because of her age and because they were related. However, an arrest warrant affidavit indicates Strigel was kissing, touching Doe's breast over her clothing, rubbing her legs, and stroking her neck. The affidavit indicates this happened several times. Strigel called the claim of physical contact groundless. He added, nothing supported such a claim, and no charges in that regard were even filed. The only thing I was ever charged with were words in an email. An email communication from Strigel to the girl reads, I will be very honest. There's no question that it's you. None. Hope that doesn't totally freak you out. And just because it's what I want, and what you want, doesn't mean it's the right thing. The LA Times indicates that this is Strigel explaining there was no one in the world he would rather have sex with. Other emails read, Everything you say turns me on. I love that it rocked you when I pulled your hair that time. So, no physical contact, huh? <laughs> yeah. He also warned the girl not to tell anyone about their relationship. I know it might be hard for you to not tell someone, as it's something on your mind, I'm sure, but please try to keep it between us. Strigel described this time in his life 
This was an enormously unfortunate chapter in my life, and one that I took and continued to take personal responsibility for. If I had even an inkling that my involvement with the Predator <laughs> uh, would be a point of difficulty for Shane Black or cast any kind of shadow over a movie that I wish only great success for, I would, of course, never have been involved in any capacity. Strigel has previously appeared on Days of Our Lives in Melrose Place. Yeah. The Predator hits theaters on September 14th, 2018. Well, <laughs> your movie is called The Predator, and you decided, hey, I'm going to give my old buddy, a registered sex offender, a shot. <laughs> and also, oh, no background checks on Hollywood actors. Huh. Yeah, that's a bad idea. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Say, friends, want to watch a movie with your old pal, Mr. Nelson? Well, you can. Or, well, you can have the experience. All you got to do is head over to Selfie.com slash Nelson and download one of the films that I've given my poor man's Mystery Science Theater treatment to. Such films like Moon of the Wolf. It stars David Jansen of the Fugitive fame, who plays a Louisiana sheriff that, while investigating the grisly murder of a young woman ostensibly by a pack of wild dogs, romances the aging town slut. Later on, a werewolf is overwhelmed by the sheriff's rancid flatulence. Also a part of this baggage deal, Flash Gordon attempts to rescue Dr. Zarkov, but the doctor would rather stay as Ming's prisoner while wearing a dress. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So head over to cellfi.com slash Nelson and download this little treasure for only a buck seventy-five. Be there now. Oh, oh, Sammy Sue, what is this? Oh, Betty, I don't know, I don't know. Wait, I know. It's Wonderous! <laughs> That's right, girls. Whenever you hear that delightful sound, you know that it's the Wonderall's man with his super deluxe form-fitting vibrating crotch pantyhose designed to make you feel good. The Surgeon General has determined that Wonderall's pantyhose can lead to severe swamp ass, causing rashes, hives, oozing boils, and may develop into foul, odorous button crotch rot. Men should never wear Wonderall's, as spontaneous castration may result. So don't be afraid. Where could I get a shirt like that? <laughs> oh, you need only look at the Mr. Nelson stores and shops. Stores and shops? You mean there's more than one? That's right. You see, you can go to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com where there's all sorts of hats and shirts and sweaters and other good things like that with all kinds of Nelson art. And of course, the Mr. Nelson show logo. Or you can head over to Society6 for the other Mr. Nelson store where there again, more articles and apparel and other nice little things with Nelson art all over them. And last but not least, 
place you can head to the Teespring store, the Mr. Nelson shop, where, yes, you guessed it, more Nelson shirts and mugs and stickers and other great cool things of Nelson art. All there for you. So, of course, the choice is yours. The stores are many. So look up Mr. Nelson stores at Mr. Nelson shop at Society6Zazzle.com and Teespring.com. Oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, well, don't. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Welcome back. Uh, recently, uh, a guy I like who I had a, as a guest on this very program, uh, Jeremy Hamley of uh, The Quartering and uh, Unsleeved Media on YouTube, and also BitChute, and that's going to become increasingly more important as time goes by. He said he would quit Twitter. Uh, he's not exactly deleting the account. He will keep it open because people can impersonate you and whatnot. But he's moving on to Minds.com and Gab.ai uh, due to the uh, increasing uh, uh, censorship of the uh, Twitter and Facebook uh, going on here. Uh, but anyway, uh, he put a video up on YouTube recently that concerns uh, some legislation that's uh, coming up in Australia, which can affect Internet privacy overall. Now, what privacy is? <laughs> well, this in entails uh, governments and uh, law enforcement of different uh, governments all over who could kind of backdoor their way in through this legislation in Australia uh, to be able to uh, search your Internet history and whatnot and privacy uh, without probable cause and uh, more access to it. And there was a video processing it, calling it ass access. <laughs> uh, but uh, he'll explain it. Uh, he's encouraged people to share his video, even mirror it. So I figured, hey, I'll play the audio of it and uh, you can listen to it there. What's going on, everyone? Jeremy here from the quartering and once in a while I have a very important topic and it's one that I'll ask you to share around. Today is just one of those days. Uh, in addition to the normal afternoon show where I kind of do a wrap up, sometimes issues that are so important must stand alone in their own video. This video is going to cover uh, what is potentially a very, very slippery slope taking place in Australia right now, but it will affect the UK, the United States, and potentially everybody else out there in terms of their data and personal information security. Okay, so the 30,000 foot view is there is a legislation that is up for vote on September 10th, 2018. So just four days from today, where essentially the government will put the onus on telecommunications companies to build in backdoor options for the government to get in and read your data, access your data without a warrant. If they refuse to comply, there are fines as big as $10 million, including for people whistleblowing on this. And so I have a feeling that's why this is criminally underreported. If you search Google for videos on the assistance and access bill or known better as 
ass access. Unfortunately, encryption makes it hard for us to spy on you these days. So just to make sure, we're introducing yet another law to expand the surveillance state. Introducing the Assistance and Access Bill, or Ass Access, for short. You'll find just a few videos on the topic, and I'm convinced it's because places like the UK and Australia prosecute for whistleblowing on some of their most abhorrent behavior. So I'm going to go through a couple of the articles. It's a complex issue, but in general, I think you'll get a good idea of what we're facing here. So the providers uh, will be required. These are telecommunication providers. This is YouTube. This is Facebook. This is any app that you like, Snapchat, right? They will be required to develop new ways for law enforcement to collect information, as in the UK. Uh, It's not clear whether a provider will be able to offer true end-to-end encryption and still be able to comply with the notices. Providers that breach the law risk facing $10 million fines. The bill puts few limits or constraints on assistance that telecommunication providers may be ordered to offer. There's also concerns about transparency. The bill would make it an offense to disclose information about government agency activities without authorization, meaning if the government accesses your information, your Facebook data, your YouTube data, your Snapchat data, your banking data, these companies can't even tell you about it without facing up to a $10 million fine. This differs from how it works in the UK, where a specific judicial oversight regime is established because there is limited oversight and accountability structures in and processes in place. The director of general director general of security, the chief officer of the interception agency and the attorney general can issue notices without judicial oversight. The range of services providers, service providers is also extremely broad. It might include telecommunications companies, internet service providers, email providers, social media platforms, and a range of quote other over the top services. It also covers those who develop, supply, or update software and manufacture, supply, install, or maintain data processing devices. The enforcement of criminal laws in other countries mean that international requests for data will be funneled through Australia as its weakest link. This is really important. So if you're wondering right now, ha ha ha, it's in Australia, sucks for them. No, what's going to happen is they will enforce this law inside of Australia to get at your data if you're a citizen of the UK, if you're a citizen of the United States, because the in Australia, they don't have a bill of rights. So this is important. This affects more than simply the uh, Australian citizens. It affects anybody because the data uh, will simply be funneled through there. That means if you're in Canada, if you're in New Zealand, if you're in the United Kingdom, if you're in the USA, any one of the five eyes, including Australia. Which is why to test this shit fuckery, we chose Australia, the weakest of the five eyes alliance, thanks to our lack of a bill of rights. So international data requests will now be funneled through us, compromising not just Aussies, but all of you fuckers too. You're welcome. 
your data will be funneled through Australia in order to provide a weak point where the government can then get at your data. This is a very real bill. It is really up for vote. It's not clear how the government would enforce these laws on a transnational in uh, technology companies. For example, if Facebook was issued a fine under these laws, it could simply withdraw operations or refuse to pay. Also, 10 million is a drop in the ocean for companies such as Facebook, whose total revenue last year exceeded 40 billion. Uh, Australia already has limited human rights and privacy protections, and this only further expands it. Now, what can you do about it? Well, the Digital Rights Watch uh, has a, a great video, by the way, uh, which uh, hilariously explains just how frightening this is. It uses satire to really uh, drive it home, but they've released a draft of a bill designed to compel device managers and service providers to assist law enforcement in accessing encrypted information. Although apparently developed to allow government agencies to access to criminals encrypted communications, the bill also grants broad sweeping powers to government agencies that will harm the security and stability of our communication and the internet at large. This really reminds me of um, when we had the Patriot Act in the United States, uh, this is an absolute erosion of our civil liber civil liberties. Um, and this website, which I'll link in the description, actually has a way to a form letter that you can fill out and get at um, the bill creators, uh, letting them know your displeasure. Now, I would suggest maybe changing uh, this part of it, adding your own thoughts and maybe including their form letter because you know it'll be really easy for them to ignore if they get hundreds of the same or thousands of the same form letters. But I'm gonna let Bering know about this, everybody in the UK because they're our first line or in, the, in Australia because this is clearly uh, our first and best line of defense against this bill. But this matters if you're in Canada, the United States, the UK, anywhere in the world, because as this expands out, um, we're just exchanging uh, more of our civil liberties in exchange for these nebulous, uh, it's for your own good type promises from the government. Now, maybe it's just a bill that needs to be revised, but in its current state, it does not provide any specifics around how it's going to affect everyday citizens, how it will be used by the government. And there are three main uh, concerns. One, it creates obligations on technology company producers and communication providers, forcing them to work with law enforcement agencies. It creates powers that would allow police to seize information directly from a device, and it allows government operatives to access more data uh, through current warrants, meaning we have really no knowing uh, of how broadly this will be enforced. I know that once these things are in place, they're almost impossible to overturn. So this is an important video. This is an important video to to spread around, to make your own videos. If you want to mirror this video, go ahead. I don't care. Um, this is a message that needs to get spread and it needs to get talked about before September 10th when uh, the draft um, gets voted on. So if you have any questions, uh, the links in the description will probably help you understand a little bit more. Uh, and the, there are plenty of uh, resources out there on the Digital's Rights Watch. So. 
This is pretty, pretty creepy stuff. Uh, I hope that um, we can stand up and defend our rights to use data encryption. Hope you enjoyed this video. We'll talk to you again real soon. To bring you arse access, we've taken the UK's fascist spying law and made it even more fascist by removing any need for judicial oversight. But don't worry, we promise to only spy on you if reasonable and proportionate. And thank you, Mr. Amley. So there you have it. Uh, it is called the Assistance and Access Bill 2018 in Australia. And you have three days <laughs> to send your concerns and especially if you're in Australia, I certainly hope you will consider that. Uh, the concerns are it creates obligations on technology producers and communication providers, forcing them to work for law enforcement agencies. Uh, it creates powers that would allow police to seize information directly from a device and allows government operatives to access more data through current warrants. Um, so uh, the biggest uh, stumble here is... Uh, it lessens uh, the uh, judiciary's uh, for oversight and the, the idea of probable cause so that you, if you have immediate reasons that you can prove before a court, and that's the standard uh, about what you can access. Uh, the, the laws are weaker, apparently, according to this, uh, with Australia as they are in the States and elsewhere. And so the idea is you go through it that way. But Internet is international, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it could affect you. So it, it's troubling and problematic, and so uh, check out the the site. This is digitalrightswatch.org. dot au slash twenty eighteen slash oh eight slash nineteen slash defend dash encryption, and you can uh, w uh, go to this uh, letter. And look for that. Also, uh, head over to The Quartering on YouTube, uh, Jeremy Hamley's uh, uh, YouTube channel. And uh, you could probably find this very video that I'm uh, looking at. Or, or did. I did the artwork for the thumbnail for it as well. <laughs> uh, the ass access. <laughs> um, which, yeah, it's silly, but it's all very uh, uh, dangerous. And uh, you, you, the idea that you can uh, defeat criminals by criminalizing everybody <laughs> and uh, we'll sort it out later. No, no, that's not a not a good idea. So it's an expansion of power and uh, a denial of your own and rights to even yourself. So uh, kudos to Mr. Hambly and uh, do check that out. All right, we'll be back after this. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. Oh, man, when I saw that uh, Michaela Maroney shaking that ass on that Instagram, well... <laughs>
All I can say is, thank God she's legal now. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, 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 I gotta go. Oh, boy. Uh, Get off the phone, goddammit. What? What do I do now? Cut the attitude. I was just in the shop working on Sally's chair, trying to fix it. When I went looking uh, for uh, some glue, uh, 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 uh huh, uh, there weren't none. Though I knew <laughs> well, I had bought uh, two uh, bottles, but it was all gone. What did I find? A bunch of bags of glue in the garbage. Stop fidgeting around, damn it! And answer me this: Did you pour glue into a bag and huff it? Answer me, damn it! Did you huff my glue? No, damn it. No, I, I don't do that. I didn't do none of that. I didn't touch your damn glue. No. Well, then how do you explain all that shiny glue dripping out of your nose? Oh, oh damn. Oh, man, that is sticky. Oh, damn. Well, it's... I. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Damn, what the hell am I going to do with you? Oh, That's next time on My Brother's Keeper on TLC. Say, gang, if you've ever been over to my selfie.com slash Nelson store, uh, where I keep all my poor man's mystery science theater videos, uh, you'll find that a lot of these movies are pure crap. Yes, <laughs> they're public domain garbage. Uh, and that's the idea, because you probably wouldn't want to sit through that crap just as is. But with my little additions and uh, my witchy commentary and cartoon sound effects and, yes, bathroom humor, uh, it makes it easy for you to get through it. It's like watching the movie with me. Yeah, yeah. Well, occasionally some of them aren't crap at all. In fact, they're quite good. And the case in point here would be Night of the Living Dead, which is, of course, a horror classic. But for some dumb reason, it fell into public domain. Someone forgot to register copyright. So there it is. It's wide open for assholes like me to dump all over it just for fun. I shouldn't, but of course, I just can't help myself because, well... I'm a smartass. So, when Nelson riffs Night of the Living Dead, we have some people who spend the night in some farmhouse when suddenly some undead cannibals show up to crash the party. Yes, yes. Now, warning. Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So, what you need to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Nelson. Yes, it's just that simple. And for a buck seventy-five, Nelson Riff's Night of the Living Dead can be yours. Go there now. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Ah, welcome back to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. So, uh, before I 
turn the lights out and everything, I'll have a few final thoughts. Yeah. I'll get back to, uh, uh, audio plays shortly, uh, in the coming episodes. Uh, but, uh, all sorts of things getting in the way, ranch business and whatnot. Uh, I had wanted to have the shows where Wednesday would be where the audio plays would be mostly and, uh, my doing my crazy stuff and rants and whatnot. And then the Saturday show would be interviews, but then the equipment kept failing and I had wanted to do a Bob Levy interview and I just couldn't get it to work for some reason. Then afterwards I found out that it did work. <laughs> And in parts didn't, in part, I never could figure out the mystery on that. Meanwhile, works fine when I'm taping shows, or, or well, taping, I guess. Well, it is taped, but it's live at the time. Uh, the Rob Saul show, everything works, uh, well, more more times than not. But more times than not, it tends to, the problems are on his end. So I I don't know why it works out like that, so that I can't. Uh, take, I, I, I don't want to be embarrassed with a guest and say, Hey, let's, let's do this coming up whenever. And all the equipment doesn't work and I can't do it. You know, I, Bob was understanding it. Everything we're friends and all that, but you know, and people I don't know that well. And that happens. It's just something I really dread. <laughs> so I, I just haven't done it. And so I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> as far as this, it's a make it up as I go along show. Um, but anyway, the final thoughts. Um, John McCain, uh, comes up again because there's been a lot of people very angry with him, uh, over the years and to a fault, uh, to a terrible fault. Uh, I have serious criticisms for John McCain. He was wrong about campaign finance reform. He was wrong in his attitude. Uh, toward opponents. He was forgiving of Democrats who absolutely trashed him and Republicans who just didn't agree with him. He went after them very harshly. And uh, it, it's staggering between the two. And it was always a, a bit odd on that. But he was wrong about, you know, like I said, campaign finance reform. He's wrong about the establishment. He protected it. Uh, he would give a lip service to, yeah, I'm corrupted too by the corrupt system. Well, that doesn't really excuse you. And campaign finance reform did nothing for that. It made it worse and exacerbated it. And, uh, and of course the Syrian war and all that sort of thing. However, he was a war hero. He deserves respect and he deserves the dignity and his family should be left alone. But nevertheless, people, when you throw around nasty images, uh, and one that was sent to me, uh, it, it is just intolerable is absolutely awful. And to do that, not just to him, but his daughter. And then you add Trump to the, one of these images that I saw, which you're not helping Trump. If you think that's going to help Trump, Trump will get a kick out of this. It, no, you're not. That's, no, no. Trump said a stupid thing. He should own up to it, but he's just not the type of attitude to do it. But uh, doing far worse than what Trump did is not going to help him. And, uh, th th this was disgusting. And, um, and sharing it around with a tagline of, this is disgusting. And whoever did it should be ashamed. And you know who you are. <laughs> That's <laughs> who do you think you're fooling? Uh, no. And, uh, beating up on the man's daughter. Of course, the daughter defended him. Of course, she loved the man. And you, if you got points to argue, you're going to have to wait on that. And uh, you lost the argument when you do something like that. It was horrible. Also, <laughs> and people doing terrible things on the left, 
uh, another part of Barack Obama's speech was calling uh, Benghazi a wild conspiracy theory. <sighs> oh, man. Um, that is absolutely disgusting. This is a war he started for no damn good reason, and it went sour, and then he just walks away and acts like it. What, what happened over there? This is a conspiracy. Uh, uh, this is outrageous. This is a man who, on top of all of that, lied to the faces of the parents and family members of the dead, uh, telling them, oh, it was about that goddamn video. Uh, he, he knew that was a lie, and he did it to, to their faces. So this idea that that, you know, Obama occupies a higher pillar of dignity than Trump does. No, no. You want to know one of the reasons, one of them, there's quite a few, and I've gone over it ad nauseum, but one of the reasons Trump's president right now is because Obama was president. <laughs> and so there was a response to him from one of the guys who uh, was fighting in Benghazi, and uh, lost his friends and uh, still suffers uh, from the horrific event, uh, Chris Peranto. So he tweeted out, Begonzi is a conspiracy, Barack Obama? How about we do this? Let's put your cowardly ass on the top of a roof with six of your buddies and shoot RPGs and AK-47s at you while terrorists lob 81-millimeter mortars killing two of your buddies, all while waiting for U.S. support that you never sent. Emoji middle finger. Hashtag scum. Yeah. Yeah. So so tell me how he's... Tra- oh, I know. He was a contractor. And contractors are all shit, right? Even the ones who got uh, hung upside down and burned uh, in Iraq. No, they're shit. That was Blackwater. Ew. Um, so, again, spare me the outrage of Trump calling you an enemy of the people and fake news and, and shitholes and... All that, and you're all shocked about him sleeping with a porn star and all that. Spare me. Yes, I will always concede that Trump's an asshole. But as it stands, so far, this could change. He's got a long ways to go to match the crimes of Barack Obama. Good night, everybody. views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked. Please help us, Mr. President, before it is too late, because Jack Dorsey is trying to influence the election huh? to sway the election. What's she saying? I can't understand her. What? What's she? Censoring and I have it in 12 and a half, 15, 7 and a half, 20 dollar, 2 and a half, 5 and 7 and a half, 30. Hit 30 dollar down here, 2 and a half, 5, 35, 7 and a half, 40. Hit 40 dollar, 2 and a half, 5, 5, 45, 7 and a half, 50. Hit 50 dollar down here, 2 and a half, Officer, will you escort this young lady out, please? Hit 2 and a half, now 5, 55, 7 and a half, 70. Up to it, have now five seventy five seven half eighty dollar to five eighty five ninety eight a hundred dollar and a ten 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 a quarter one a quarter one hands and about two 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 and a quarter it two and hands and about three able to bomb three hundred it three and a quarter cut three and a quarter now half half three and a half and about four hundred able to four four and a quarter four and a half we're selling the cell phone there four and a quarter four and a half it four and a half four seventy five five hundred five five and a quarter five and a half I yield back.